0: Welcome to Mind Pickle. At Weekly Pots are a collection of conversations on the latest content consumed. We review movies, books, articles, poetry and series. Basically any and all of creative content. Enjoy our day to Hi, this is Sharwani and this is Rhea and
1: we will be analysing the movie Water. Uh, Since this is a movie analysis, heavy spoiler is to be expected. Also a trigger warning for it contains commentary on the most regressive aspects of religion and culture.
0: Water is a movie directed by Deepa Mehta, released in the year 2005. Uh, Deepa Mehta is well known for her elemental trilogy, which has fire, earth and water as the last part. Not just that, she's done some remarkable movies like *Midnight's Children* and *Heaven on Earth*. So, the uh, trilogy that we're talking about—the
1: central plot of the, the common thread of all the three movies—is uh, probably choicelessness of women. Uh, Be it in Fire* it is about uh, homosexuality, sexuality of um, women in the family and. Uh, Earth is about forbidden love in the wake of Partition of India and uh, Water again is about forbidden love of a widow uh, and difficulties of widowhood. Yes.
0: So Water talks about, as Ria said, the life of widows in great detail. It covers their problems, their daily life situations and what all they go through. So you can see um, there are about 14 widow characters each different from the other but the movie is introduced by um, Chuya. eight-year-old girl churia so she's sent to vidwa right a secluded right. ashram by her own father where she befriends another young beautiful widow kalyani so she is allowed to keep her hair and look beautiful for a very different reason so she is sent to prostitution by the self-proclaimed head of the ashram, who is Madhumati where um, it's only to maintain the expenses and the survival of the ladies in the ashram. After that, we, we have... also have Shakuntala. Dala, Shakuntala, one of the most strongest characters, moral center of the story and of the ashram, who is uh, deeply religious and spiritual, at the same time in constant conflict to fight her own fate. So you can see, uh, The movie basically um,
1: talks about this mm, moral conflict of either having to renounce the traditions and you know living the life of freedom and equality and everything, but or or to choosing to accept the reality as one's sin or mistake. Um,
0: So the the movie's central plot is just that, which uh, we can have it in a beautiful way, which is amidst all of these water. The question is, will these women reach the shore or will they drown in all these traditions? And uh, the movie is set in Varanasi, uh, the
1: city of Varanasi, on this uh, bank of Ganges. And uh, it features Indian monsoons like anything, just songs and uh, specific scenes where uh, the widows are enjoying uh, the monsoon.
0: Also, the movie is basically set in 1938, where you can see Gandhiji uh, conducting marches and uh, trying to spread the message of the importance of human rights.
1: Setting India for for a time after independence, you know. Um, Yeah, there are a couple of positives in this film. Um, I think um, first one would be uh, how um, uh, how the film, uh, in a very poetic way, captures the um, emotions, um, captures a myriad complexities, and very evocatively, um, you know, shows us the the singular source of injustice, you know, seemingly in singular source of injustice,
0: which I think you can clearly experience it from the scenes, right, the yeah. way they were narrated. There are particular uh, scenes which I would like to mention here, is um, The first thing that comes to my mind is when I see Chuya with so many other widows, mm-hmm. you know, all of them having a spiritual gathering with the priest. Out of mm-hmm. blue, she has this question coming up, right? Admi ka Vidwagar kaha hai? Yeah. The moment she asks this, and when you look at the reaction of all the other widows sitting around, they are like, what is this girl? What is she going to become? She, uh, they all curse her
1: immediately. Immediately, you know, the tongue will burn and stuff like that. Yeah. It's probably the conditioned minds. They can't. They can't imagine a world where things are reversed. The roles are reversed. Um, and it's 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 her sheer innocence that makes us say it. I mean, it it shows the scene basically shows us the urgency for all of us to. Um, have a retrospective, um, you know, introspection on our cultures and also shows the necessary uh, action when a third person perspective provides you with so much more insight than what we were thinking about uh, certain cultures and traditions. And also
0: it leaves you with another uh, question that uh, if again, you know, if Chuya was again conditioned, she would grow up to be be just the same person. So, um, that's another thing you can see. This is not the only place Chuya says uh, the inevitable. She has said so many beautiful dialogues. When you said this, the one scene that again came to my memory is the interaction between Chuya and Madhumati, where Madhumati says that, you know, when a husband dies, a woman is half dead. Yeah. Right? How can a half dead woman have or experience any pain? For that, you know what Chuya says, because she is half alive. Yeah. It's amazing the questions that she asks and it's all the more um, very subtly mm -hmm. hinting at uh, the flaws
1: in our uh, logics
0: and the questions are so um, because it's coming out of innocence of a young year
1: old yeah
0: these dialogues if if an adult
1: were made to say in the movie it wouldn't have this much of an impact this uh, girl kinda naive innocent appeal adds on to the uh, dialogues and its gravity Um, this is not the only scene where um, um, you know, the the myriad complexities are portrayed, there's a scene where the old lady talks about her wish
0: to eat london, the sheer helplessness
1: of that, right?
0: It's the desire, you know, uh, the desire to taste it, that she even beautifully says that, I think of it all through the day, whether yeah. I'm awake or I'm asleep, Everything that I remember is the laddu. Yeah. It's hard to imagine how difficult it is to satisfy even simple desires of wanting to have a laddu yeah. comparing to Not the just situations scene, today. I mean,
1: there are scenes where Kalyani is coming back, you know, she realizes that um, uh, Narayan's father is also one of her customers and uh, she comes back and she talks to Madhumita but coming back to the with and. Uh, the, the fact that Bajwadi lashes out at her saying, you know, okay, did they, 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 you know, take you off, did they, they, they not like you, you know, Sasarwal, and uh, you know, wait here, Gulabi will come and take you to the, your client. So, the, the helplessness, yeah. you know, the, the fact that there is no financial agency for these people who say, no, enough is enough, I have to live a life of respect. Um, so these scenes, the Laddu or be it the Kalyanika scene talks about the urgency we, we have in making sure our women are independent financially. what choice will she
0: make? Will she think of herself or will she think of the other people dependent yeah. on this ashram, right? That, that it's question. too much of a
1: responsibility on one person.
0: And uh, another
1: positive in this film is that the supporting characters are correctly aptly placed yeah. in the course of the narrative, um, like the Pujari, um, Pande has acted in uh, acted that part. He is like a very unbiased onlooker and um, uh, as opposed to Narayan's friend, Ravinder, um, mm. he is probably a representative of all of us and our cruel judgments on people. Mm-hmm. Um, So, these two people, these two characters are in contrast and beautifully shown us the way we should be and the way we are. Um, Even the Mittu's character, the parrot, Parrot, uh, and also Kalu, the dog, um, Kalyani's dog, very well utilized. Yeah. In a very uh, sweet way with Kalu and Mittu in a very, um, um, I don't know how to say it, Chuya kills it out (laughs) of anger and Padipata is distressed. She she couldn't sleep through that night, she cries top of her lungs probably, but she doesn't shed a tear for Kalyani's death, it shows the dichotomy
0: in our thoughts. And also I think Kalu is one of the reasons uh, between the bond, right, between Chuya and Kalyani, for it to blossom I think this dog. In fact Chuya is like a a younger version of Kalyani, Kalyani,
1: it's like showing us what Chuya would grow up to be if she stayed in ashram, um, if not executed by uh, Narayan, by Shakuntala actually. Uh, Another uh, positive would be Gulabi. Uh, The the scene where Gulabi is bringing uh, Chuya on board, uh, that scene could have been used as a visual spectacle, you know, clad in blood, you know, making a gory scene out of it, but instead that was looked in, uh, taken from a very emotional uh, point of view, where the fact that she is dead inside, you know, the, the fact that she is lying motionless on the boat. Um, it shows the kind of torture and trauma that she will have to endure all through her life. That feeling of no
0: life in her. But uh, too, when she's not even in a position to be aware of why she's doing what she's doing and the way she's been sent to do that, right? What was she told when she was being taken away for such a job? She wasn't even aware. So I think um, overall you can say that whether they are um, very emotional, uh, in a happy way, emotional scenes which conveys uh, happiness, happiness or ones which are very tragic and heart touching, I think they were all very beautifully narrated and uh, shown. shown, yeah Yeah. so I think and uh, the film
1: has also critically. Uh, um, Looked at all the religious extremities. It has shown us the the fact that you know sometimes religion can take a make a disguise and yeah. uh, use our uh, minds to play games for economic benefit. Um, even the uh, even the film uh, review written by Roger Herbert on this movie on a very dangerous trend to be on when it comes to religious extremism. He says that a film like Water, which is set in 1938, is still yeah. able to evoke uh, so much hate and um, opposition. You know, opposition in 2006, um, you know, inspires us to ask questions like, you know, who is actually so afraid and who is yeah. who? Why are they? Why are they?
0: You know, opposing such a Movie and you know such a thought. I mean, why is it difficult to accept what has happened, right? Yeah, yeah. Why are we not open-minded enough to it see? It shows that and... maybe it's
1: happening even today, maybe not to the same detail, but in a very really different way. Movies like *Pavlid* shows that, yes. right? Um, how um, even in a modern society with uh, all technology that we have and all modernity and all understanding that we have, yet when a video is um, you know owned as an asset. Um, yeah. just for money. Uh, yeah. yeah. And overall this film flows through its fa- frames to our hearts and uh, makes us more human aware of our misgivings. Uh, probably the credit for that goes to the cinematographer because it is so beautiful, the pace of the movie. Um, yeah. Right? You there are not no many fiend, cuts.
0: Bored or yeah. There's no drop Drop
1: in the movie. Yeah. There are not many cuts in the movie and mostly static and steady slow yeah. movements of camera. Uh, and that decides the pace of the narrative. Uh, There's a sense of searing pain and anger in the catatonic stillness of Chuya when she's brought in the boat as opposed to all the other frames where her playfulness is captured, you know, by uh, flurry of quick edits and... uh... The thing is, the last scene when Chuya is sent off with Narayan, on train, it's symbolic of the travel from the institutionalized, oppressive, religious traditions. That is represented by water in contrast to the train representing a force of modernity and you know progress. Um, also, the movie has a color palette of blue all over it, it's splashed all over it. Probably it's representative of a um, sense of um, life, water yeah. represents life, fluidity. Uh, maybe also a, a symbolic reference to Lord Krishna because widows are strangers to love, they say, right? Yeah. And Krishna is probably the only loving male presence in their life, uh, and they pay homage to Krishna. And there are numerous scenes, scenes yeah. in the movie where they do that. And um, um, uh, and uh, also we have to mention that Narayan is like. Um, there's a scene where uh, Kalyani asks Gulabi when she's taken to one of those houses. She says, uh, she asks, is it possible that Lord Krishna would appear in a human form? And in the immediate next scene, you can see Narayan, Narayan with the flute. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think uh, Narayan is represented as, a, as somebody who, is, um, who, is, who has the characteristics of Krishna, sure. as somebody who is going to be a loving male presence in uh, Kalyani's life. Yeah. 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 Um, Even the movie, uh, even the movie has uh, songs like Pia Ho, which are in direct um, uh, reference to uh, you know longing and love for Krishna and all that. Now coming to uh, some of the scopes for improvement, I believe um, there are one or two, not many. Not many.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, One would be the treatment of Gulabi, right?
0: What do you think? I think Gulabi's role is not fully explored. Or you cannot see too much of him. You can only—he's only used as a follower, you know. Is someone who is only uh, sent as a messenger to follow yeah, instructions. Yeah, probably like a
1: prop. I don't think yeah. his emotions and uh, complexities in that
0: character. But the difficulties of of beings, being. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Too. Like you know, he must have had a say when he's asked to take Chuya.
1: Yeah. Also, if um, I think yeah, he must have had, and also, um, uh, the fact that he's not able to um, the character. I mean, she she is not able to put um, put across her mind to Chuya while she is taken by boat or anywhere for that matter, even yeah. with Kalyani. The fact that she she is she is. Uh, shown as somebody devoid of emotions and she's as like a puppet yeah you know, yeah, yeah like a prop I think a movie that talks about so much about inequality with respect to gender, caste, color I believe they should have paid a little more attention on
0: this character the transgender oh, character leaves Maybe. with the question that was this how they were at, a time, at that time Maybe. right? Maybe. Is that how they were treated? Didn't they have any voice to be heard? Maybe
1: uh, the situations Maybe. made them devoid of emotions but Again, I think it's time for us to show um, a little more the empathy to their character. Yeah. Even movies re- as recently uh, come out like Super Deluxe and Paano they have still not been able to do any justice to these transgender characters. Transgender characters are always used as a negative prop in the yes. movie movies as villains, as somebody who is uh, still an outcast and not... Because the times have changed, we have transgender doctors, policemen, yeah. people are coming out, they're
0: poets. Flourishing in yeah. all other professions. They're they,
1: they all uh, human beings and we've come to realize that. I think our films should start reflecting this. the same. way, you know? they And another important negative is that um, uh, even Madhumati and Kutti, uh,
0: they're, they're predominantly negative in this movie, right? Only in few instances do we see their other shade. Hmm. Like, uh, like that with her interaction with the parrot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And also
1: her interaction with Chuya, right? There yes. are a couple of scenes where she says, tries to advise Chuya that you know you'll get used to it. You should, yeah, yeah, right, you should should just a-
0: accept and yeah, yeah. you'll know, be fine.
1: And also I don't think she is um, there are scenes where in the holy she is enjoying. Yes. Yeah, and um, there are scenes where um she is having a conversation with Chuya too.
0: Um, so that's right.
1: It, the the life explored. is
0: only um, yeah. yeah, like you said, minimally explored. But it would have been nice to see more of her on that boat. Yeah. Um, Even um, I think polit- politics of pretty
1: is also something that we have to. Probably they could have used it. The fact that Kalyani had an edge over the others to fall in love, to be noticed.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, whereas the characters like Kunti or uh, Shakuntala did not have an opportunity to fall in love. The the inherent. Um, um, demarcations in our society as to who is desirable and who is not. It's still These the same. same. Yeah, yeah, it's still
0: the same. I think uh, that is something that they could have... At last, I think uh, we should talk about the climax and how much it speaks, right? Yeah. With the profoundness of the scene and how um, Shakuntala took that standing. Yeah. right how she literally broke out of all the traditions and of all the conditions and she did take in that, a step
1: the movie uh, stalls us you know we don't know what will happen to shakuntala now now that she has done something yeah. as uh, huge as this you know it leaves us in a searing pain uh, if she would if she would be thrown out of the ashram because of what she did or yeah. would she be accepted and made numb um, or would or she would be sent? Would she everything? be sent for prostitution? We wouldn't know no. what, what could happen to her. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I think uh, what she did is something we should all yeah. appreciate. very <laughs> strong. And the fact that Shakuntala, her name itself probably it is a reference to the Hindu mythological character Shakuntala in Mahabharata. I think um, even there, she is somebody who stood. Not in the Kali Dasaka version, but in the action Mahabharata, she is a very strong woman hmm. who um, raises a son like Partha and all that. So I think this that character like is also um, yeah, yeah, and uh, I believe. In our societies, women are never considered the protectors, they are always the nurturers. You can see uh, Shakuntala was a nurturer all throughout the movie, she takes care of Chuya whenever yeah. it was necessary. And not
0: just, not even Kalyani for yeah. that matter. But
1: later on in the movie, there's a progression, she has grown to be somebody who's gonna make decisions for people, you know, yeah. to make sure they are protected, they're safe and so also i think to that make also, sure that
0: they will have a chance to make their yeah. own decisions right and it's it's wonderful that graph of growth from it, somebody who's a nurturer
1: to somebody who's a protector
0: i think it totally shifts the movie to another yeah. level and yeah. i think that was one of the most beautiful climaxes yes. she's narrated it very well and i think we should appreciate the characters too right yeah. seema biswas who played, played the role of shakuntala i think she did
1: Wonderful job. And she did
0: justice Probably to her. Probably this role. movie
1: has three protagonists. One would be Kalyani, Desare. Sarla Sarada who plays uh, Chuya. And Seema Biswas, who uh, played uh, um, Chakuntala. Yeah. I think these are the major
0: uh, characters. characters. We have John, John, John Abraham. Abraham playing the role of Narayan and also uh, uh, Manurama who has played Madhumbadhi. Uh, yeah, Madhubati. And uh, we have Ahida Renman
1: playing uh,
0: John Abraham's uh, mom. Uh-huh. So and I think this movie has not just Indian actors but also Sri Lankan actors since it yeah, was shot in Sri Lanka due to yeah. a few problems that we had. Um, what do you think overall about this movie here? I think this is definitely
1: a must watch, it, it, it made, um, even even as a woman, uh, with all the privileges that we have right now, um, compared to those women at that time, I think it made us more empathetic, it made us question our standings when we judge people, um, you know, our inaccuracies when we uh, look at others and say they could have done better, uh, it showed us that it is um, it is possible for us to be a little more empathetic than we are now, now? Um, yeah.
0: and also to um, to. And also, I think it helps us celebrate that there were strong women at that time too, yeah. who have who did take steps in yeah. their own vicinity, how sure. much ever they could. They did their yeah. best, you know. Not like all the others who just accepted. Yeah. It's amazing to see that. We do have such people yeah. and also this is like a um,
1: reminder that even small steps by us can make a big difference. Big difference. Um, coming to some trivia on this movie, um, there are a couple of technical merits on which the movie stands like some sort uh, obvious mentions. One would be the cinematographer Giles Narkins. He has done a fabulous job and he is probably one of the closest aid of Deepa Mehta all throughout. He has been um, with her for all the uh, all of the elemental trilogy, sure. fire, earth. His latest works are like Enola Holmes 2020 release, and um, I believe he has done um, Hell or High Road. That that is also a wonderful movie. And um, another technical merit is Anurag Kashyap's screenplay. His rawness and sharpness uh, in his dialogues, the, those were amazing, like Admi Ka Vidwaga Ka and uh, times when he said, you know, what happens when our conscience, conscience uh, is in direct conflict with our faith. and okay. You know, very thought-provoking lines interspersed all throughout the movie, like Patakas. Actually they
0: uh, added so much to the film too, right? yeah.
1: And the uh, background score is by Michael Dana, he has done wonderful work um, like Capote and Moneyball and mm-hmm. uh, many others. And uh, songs are by A.R. Rahman, is a wonderful song, I loved it. Uh, and there are songs uh, featuring Monsoon and I think um, AR Rahman has a unique touch when
0: it comes to yeah. Monsoon. I heard uh, he's a great romantic you know? hero. Yeah. I think you can see that romantic yeah. side of his through his music, so. Yeah.
1: and But he couldn't, uh, he didn't stay that long with the movie. He backed down because of all the. Controversies um, and yeah. problems. And that is when Michael Dana stepped in and he completed the project. Uh, project. Uh, so, I think that's about it. Um, And uh, one more thing is that you could watch a movie called uh, The Forgotten Women by uh, Dilip Mehta. It's Deepa Mehta's husband. The movie uh, screenplay is done by Deepa Mehta herself. Because after this movie, they found that this topic has to be further explored. And uh, the movie Forgotten Women explores in much more detail than shown in the movie. It is also a must watch if any of you are interested in watching a little more on the subject. And also I think... uh, Uh,
0: Nita Menon's daughter has written a book, right? Yeah. So Mother been... and daughter
1: uh, on shooting film. and all that. I think we we'll leave that in the description. Uh, the yeah. name of the book. Um,
0: Even that book will add a lot of details yes. in the making of the film. Yeah. So, I think all of you should enjoy the movie, yeah. watch it, and Please experience watch. it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. We'll be back another with another podcast. Yes. Soon. Soon. Right. Bye. Bye. Thank you.